Hey world, my name is Sir. And I'm Modern Malcolm. We are the hosts of Negroes You Don't Like Podcast, also known as NYDL. We are black husbands and fathers who are married, and yes, sisters, to black women. We are your everyday man's intellectual and more opinionated than the guy who sits around at the barbershop talking shit for hours and never gets a cut. We want to empower our communities and spread knowledge with best practices to hand off the baton to the ones next up. Only one major challenge. We can't do it alone. Calling out everyone who wants to pass on a stronger legacy to start right here on Patreon with us. Get exclusive access to unreleased episodes and extended episodes we like to call Loose Ends. Or whatever other fly that we could think of. Simply search for Negroes you don't like on Patreon and click join to tap in. Reminder, you may not like us, but you'll learn to respect and support what we stand for. Peace. Peace. Let me tell you something. Y'all don't messed up now. So this is in the beginning stages of me being with my wife, who was then my girlfriend. And so I'm moving into my first place. And as with most any other places, the garbage can fills up. So now, obviously, it's time to take the trash out. So, you know, I'm sitting back watching TV. And if I if I recall correctly, you know, it's kind of it's kind of raining outside. You know, my girl comes back and she's like, you know, she a little, she a little wet and, you know, not, not, not in that way. That'd be a blessing. But she come back and I'm like, yo, where you was? Oh, I was taking out the trash. No, you know, I felt like time froze. You know what I'm saying? I was like, what? I'm like, what you mean? What you mean you took out the trash? Oh, it ain't no big deal. I took out the trash all the time when I was home. And I was like, hell nah. If anything is going to happen that you can count on this relationship is at a minimum. I'm going to take out the damn trash. If I'm in a wheelchair, you're going to put that shit in my lap. I'm going to roll that shit out and put it in the trash because that's what men do. Sir, what say you? Hey, world. Welcome to another episode of NYDL. Negroes you don't like. Martin Malcolm, I would have to second that, brother. <laughs> wheelchair, you know, no legs, crawling, drag that bitch. You're going you're gonna to take it out some way, brother. <laughs> I- I'm with you on that, brother. Facts. Yeah, man. Drag that bitch. Yo. It's not happening, son. I just I just feel like that's just one of the bare necessity roles of a man. So if we're not doing that, we, we already at a major disadvantage. Ooh, hey, listen, Martin Malcolm, this topic right here, brother. Ooh, I've been waiting to talk about this one right here, man. You know, getting into mm. the roles, gender roles. And, you know, right now we're we're really in a, a climate and a culture right now where they're trying to it's, it's political right now, man, where they're trying to, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> you know, eliminate the the word gender but that's trust me that's that's for another that's for another episode but beyond (laughs) that brother let's go ahead and jump right into it man let's talk about you know some of these pointers how you feel just the overall perspective about gender roles especially in relationships and let me tell you something the first thing that i wanted to touch base on is what some people are thinking particularly some of the younger generation because of everything that's going on in the media, people making gender political, is gender really uh, a thing? It's a social construct. Listen, don't let all these degrees get you jammed the fuck up. All right. Understand. Un- I want you to understand that. Listen, 
there are gender roles, there have been gender roles, and there will continue to be gender roles. There needs to be some kind of order that we can fall back on to more structure the house and just to have some sanity within the house. We don't need to be running around like chickens with our head cut off, trying to figure out who can do what and, and who can't do what. That's nonsense. Are gender roles relevant today? Now more than ever. Whenever there's an agenda put forth that is aiming to cause uh, more confusion, right? More confusion, uh, mass mass confusion within the structure of family and relationships. That means that we need to lean back on the traditions that have um, that have typically held us together. We, we, we don't ch- change in the formula at this point. Don't make sense. I don't see Kool-Aid remixing their formula to try to make it something new. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I know some people are going to say, oh, patriarchy. Listen, shut the hell up. We're not talking about that old framework of patriarchy. We're, we're, as we go through this episode, you'll understand this is more egalitarian. But at the same time, there just are some things that we expect men to do. And there are some things, believe it or not, ladies, as feminist and as free as you want to be, we expect women to do. Now, why are roles important in relationships? We need roles in relationships. We, we need, think, put it like this. At your job, don't you have a role? Doesn't your supervisor have a role? Doesn't your supervisor supervisor have a role? Isn't there a chain of command at your, isn't there a chain of command at your job? Isn't there a framework by which the company exists? I'm pretty sure you don't see the CEO doing the janitor job. And I'm pretty sure you don't see the janitor trying to fulfill the CEO's job or the CFO's job or the C or the COO's job or the vice, however many titles you want to throw out there. So structure has a purpose. So for anybody trying to get very uh, what I call this new wave of new wave of intellects, new wave of intelligentsia, where, where you're trying to take pretty much anything that existed before, criticize it, break it down and act like it, it no longer serves a purpose. You full of shit. You're full of shit because many of the same frameworks we still use to conduct our commerce in our society. So now when it comes to relationships and the family structure, we're going to act like, well, some of us are going to act like, oh, this is completely worthless now. There's no such thing as roles. Get out of here. As long as there's roles at your damn job, believe it or not, there's going to be roles in the house. And there's roles for everybody. I don't give a damn if you have a pet dog. Your dog has a role. If somebody's knocking at that door and we don't know who that motherfucker is, that dog better use that heightened sense of smell <laughs> and start barking, start, start alerting somebody. Because if not, that dog ain't fulfilling his role. What the hell are you in here for? I'm not even Facts. saying you got to I'm not even saying you got to bite a chuck out the motherfucker. That would be nice. But, you know, some people got these cute little dogs that, you know, can't bust a grape in a fruit fight. But <laughs> at least alert me, son, so I can call the people or I can get that thing thing and we can get it going. So roles have a purpose the same way they always have, not only in our relationships, but in our society. And just like at your job, when you or or your business, when somebody tries to overstep their role, that's where there tends to be a clash. That's where there tends to be a conflict. And usually when somebody does that, you used to get, you know, you used to get your chain yanked and somebody sits down, typically your superior, and they talk to you and they're like, yo. You're doing stuff that's above your pay grade. Chill. We only paying you to do this. Sit tight. And that's the way it is. And it's, it's, it's not a yes. Brother, let me tell you something, man. It's, it's, it was well put, eloquently put from where in our climate right now, man, just overall in our society, 
they people just use things when it's convenient for them to prove a point or when they have an agenda to push. But it's so true, brother. It's so true, brother, because the fact is, and because you brought it up, man, you hit it. You hit it perfectly from the standpoint of a job setting in a job. Everybody knows you serve a role. Man, I'm mm-hmm. like, look, man, I remember my fir- my very first job, you know, I, there were, there were, we had people who were responsible for the concessions. You know, these individuals were responsible for getting the food ready, making sure that when, when the, you know, when the guests came in, they were fed, mm-hmm. they had everything they needed to go on to watch a movie. You had the ushers. The ushers job was to make sure that the theater was clean, that, you know, everybody had, you know, access in and out inside of the theater without any issues at all. You had the manager and the manager's role was to make sure that all that was, was working you know, and circulating and, and everybody was effective or, or everybody was somewhat being productive. And the reality is, brother, it is so true. If you take the same premise, the same concept of where you're in a workplace and you apply that to, you know, our, our, our norms in society, there is no different. Nothing, nothing's different. Like these norms, like, like it's like, yo, brother, like people just flip the script as if like we could just pay attention to one thing and just completely disregard the other. You know what I'm saying? As if we're not out here, you know, like with no common sense. And, and the, exactly. shit, the shit is just mind-boggling to me, brother. It is just so mind-boggling to me, man. And and, and it's the same in, in friendships. Like I know I had homies, you know, certain homies. They they were really good at certain things, you know. And, and if I me, I'm good at being organized. So therefore, if it's if it's if it's us hanging out, guess what? They're gonna tell me to put it together, you know, because they know I'm, I'm gonna come through and make sure it's a good time right. for all of us. You know, right. other homies, you know, they're they're the ones that are probably the crowd pleasers. So you know, you want to get around them because you want you want them to invite people to come to the party. So I mean, like brother, I, we can go on for days. Like mm-hmm. there are norms, they, they, like they, there are gender roles or there are roles specifically roles in all facets of our relationships, in all facets of life and how we live and conduct ourselves. That is 100 percent the case. When everybody plays their position, that's how we get harmony within relationships, within uh, organizations, right? Within pretty much any kind of organizational structure. Hey, check this out. Let one of the deacons get slick. And overstep the pastor during the sermon. <laughs> you know, yo, you, yo, you want to see some wine getting tossed? Let somebody, yo, you would never see a deacon step up in front of TD Jakes and be like, "Yo, I got it." You, you, you know, you ain't really hitting this Sunday. I got it. See what happened? TD Jakes about to go viral, boy. Slapping somebody for real. TD Jakes, TD Jakes, go. Hey, don't let holy people think they ain't got holy hands. They gonna land more than that. You understand? And these hands ain't only for praying. Y'all better stop playing with these folks. So for real, I'm telling you, man, don't don't drink the Kool-Aid, please. It's a setup. There are roles that everybody needs to play to keep things harmonious. Now, let's start breaking down some of these roles. Now, this is where it can get spicy for some or some could be like, okay, I could see how that makes sense. Men's roles in relationships for the most part, have not changed a whole lot over time. But there have been some shifts due to the economic climate that we live in. Let me give a little context. A man used to be able to get to, to not have to go to college, get a high school diploma, get a factory union job, and make enough money to where he's able to take care of his family and his wife did not have to work. We no longer mm-hmm. live in those times. Okay? The vast majority of men and women go to work in those in, in, in the relationship structures where those people are married. So this idea of the stay at home wife or the housewife, it does exist. I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but it's not nearly 
nearly as common as it used to be. So with that, men have to kind of shift. They have to be able to shift a little bit more. And to be honest with you, black men in particular, we're used to shifting. We're used to helping mama cook. We're used to helping mama, um, you know, do things, uh, clean up the house, fold, fold the sheets, fold the laundry, sweep the floor, mop the floor. These are things that we're used to. Maybe in other cultures, particularly in Caucasian cultures, maybe there's a little maybe there's more rigid lines there. But I can tell you for certainty, I haven't met too many black men who have never washed dishes, who never mopped any floors, <laughs> who never folded any clothes. For real. <laughs> so when I when anytime I hear a black woman saying anything about, oh, he don't want to help me do this. And I'm like, yo, there's something else going on there because I can promise you with the reality that the vast majority of us born here in America are raised in single parent households and over 90% or close to 90% of them are in households headed by women. You're telling me that that black, that black man has never done any domestic duties. I don't believe it. He may not want to do it for your ass, but I promise you he has had experience doing for real. That's, that's another, that's another issue to address. For real, man, that's a whole nother show. And you better believe NYDL going to get to the business. So, so let me let me start breaking down some of these roles. Now, a man, uh, listen, I'm going to say this slowly for the people in the back and for the people on the slow bus. A man must have a job or have some form of income coming in the house. One of the man's roles is to provide. OK, so I don't I don't understand for the life of me how any woman. Anyone could be with a man who does not work. And I'm not talking about the ones who got laid off or something happened. They lost a job. No, I'm talking about at the inception of your relationship, the motherfucker didn't have a job and you still proceeded. Like, how is that not one of the parameters that some, that a man has to meet to continue the relationship? <laughs> this it, this literally boggles my mind. Okay, so first things first, a man must have a job. Now, his job may not pay him enough to pay for all the bills in the house, but he must have a job that can at least significantly contribute to the bills at a minimum. Remember, I'm talking about at a minimum. The next thing, a man must make a woman feel safe. If if you're with a man and you don't feel safe, then I don't know. I'm just going to say both y'all, y'all are sister wives. That's what y'all are. Because if you with a man, he'll make you feel safe, then you're not with a man. And I'm not saying you got to be with Rambo, nigga. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Long <laughs> shit up, huh? Yeah. No, no, no. Everywhere you go, long shit up. <laughs> Yo, I'm not telling you homeboy got to have grenades and, you know, <laughs> you know, out here with damn Ginsu knives and shit doing all that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what they call that shit? The, the goddamn, uh, what's them cartoons the kids like, dog? The cartoons, them, legit, um, them, legit, them Japanese cartoons. Oh, anime. Yeah, anime. Oh, anime. Yeah, yeah, anime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You ain't got to be anime nigga, Dragon Ball Z nigga, none of that. <laughs> All I'm saying is, I don't give a damn if you five foot two or seven foot six. You got to find a way to make your woman feel safe around you. When she's in danger, yo, if you hear, a, if, if, if there's a funny creak in the house, you ain't supposed to be sending her to go check it out, fam. <laughs> For real. <laughs> She's like, yo, I hear something funny in the house. All right, go check it out. Let me know what's up. 
what the fuck? Well, you ain't supposed to be grabbing her when your ass gets spooked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what? I'm going to give them a slight pass. You can grab her. You can grab her, but then you need to go grab something else and go figure out what the fuck going on in that house. I'm, everybody's entitled to get scared. Everybody's entitled. Everybody's entitled to get scared. But your ass ain't entitled to put her in a position where she got to be the man of the house. Fuck out of here, bro. All right, another role. I brought it up in the beginning. And story time, the trash. I don't know who started the trend, but it makes sense. Okay. The trash in the home, trash is typically associated with something that's dirty, is filth. Men are typically uh, more associated with things that are more, you know, you get your hands dirty. Um, we're dealing with the elements more. I say all that to say, man, just take out the damn trash. Do not have your girl taking out the trash. The, the clear sign of a single woman or a woman who with a nigga who ain't shit is when I'm going to take out the trash and I see the woman taking out the trash with me. Mm, if, I'm mm, meet, mm. if I'm meeting a lady at the dumpster, I'm like, damn, your ass, it's either your ass is single or you got an ain't shit nigga with you. Damn. It's a clear sign. And if I was that kind of nigga, I would be smoothing on up to her and say, oh, hold on. Oh, you out here? I'm literally going to believe you single. Even if the nigga's in the house. <laughs> Cause ain't no way in hell, ain't no way in hell he gonna send you out here, and you you around here lifting up ten pounds of trash with me, you know what I'm saying? Throwing it over your shoulder, get, getting a little bit of garbage juice on your shoulder and shit. Nah, hell nah. You not in a relationship. You're in a relationship with this damn garbage bag, and somebody might scoop your ass up. Now, the other thing is because of the way, be, because we deal with the reality that most men and women have to work to join income together to live a decent standard of living or a higher standard of living, there has to be some, some share in the domestic duties. It, just, it, it, it only makes sense. I don't care if you sweep it, like throwing out the trash is one of them. Right. But when it comes to dishes, um, when it comes to vacuuming the floor, uh, keeping windows clean, however y'all break it up, I'm not going to say who should, I'm, I'm not even going to go as detailed as to say who should do what, but just know that the house that you live in with your partner, you want it to be a place that is clean. You want it to be a place that is welcoming. And if both of y'all are working typically eight hours a day, 40 hours a week, it's not fair to lay the burden of keeping that environment a welcoming place on one person. And I agree, brother, like especially and I think it's situational depending on the relationship Correct. in our relationship. My wife and I. So I'm not a cook. So Correct. she she's a great cook. So what we do is after she's done cooking, I'll actually take all I wash the pots and the pans and the dishes, make sure yes, that all, all that's taken care of. Mm-hmm. She don't even have to ask me like I just take it upon myself to do that because mm. as crazy as crazy as it sounds, man, there are brothers out there who don't lift a finger. Like, I mean, a woman, Come she'll on, cook man. the meal, she'll wash the dishes, you know, take care of the kids, bathe the kids. It's nah, crazy. Nah, man. Nah. And I even help with, you know, bathing, bathing our kids, too, yep. man. Like, it's, it's just in a relationship, man. Like, like you said, in a, in, when it comes to the roles, it's more of a mutual. It's more of a collective thing where it's teamwork, right. you know, where we're both working at it together, just getting things done. that got to get done around the house. One hundred percent. And honestly, based on my experience, the brothers that you're talking about, I'm, I'm sure they exist in all races, but I've heard this is particularly from Spanish women where the men are kind of more catered to and it's kind of understood. That that's what the woman is going to do. Well, I'm here to tell all the Spanish brothers listening. Um, the modern, the modern Hispanic, Latinx, Spanish woman ain't dealing with it. I promise you hmm. she's not. So you better figure out 
how to help around the house. You better figure out how to start sharing some of these duties because that form of uh, that setup is not going to be the dominant one going in the future where the woman does all of that work. And then you just sitting back and like, yo, I went to work, but yeah, she's going to work now too, fam. So to me, it's only fair that we both partake in some of this. It may not be an even 50, 50 split, but it needs to be helping somewhere. You know, there needs to be some kind of, uh, some kind of fairness, man, you know, help, help, help take some of that weight off her shoulders. Now, this is the one I like. Woman's roles in mm. relationship. Ooh, we okay. They not love it. like us, man. Let, hey, man. <laughs> this is that time. Go ahead, take take your peps at AC. You know what I'm saying? Take your little antacids because <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying. We might need to trademark that. Let me tell you something. Bro. <laughs> if it's one thing I can be sure of, is this: when speaking to women. And you ask them, what are they responsible for in a relationship? You speak to 10 women, you're going to get 10 different answers. Yeah. That's the kind of society we're living in now. If I had that same conversation 50 years ago, there would be 10 women saying the same exact Same answer. (laughs) It's crazy. So true, brother. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So now with all of this confusion and all this, you know, women's empowerment and, uh, you know, I'm a woman. I can do everything a man can do. I, I, you know, some of these women are taking this and they're perverting it. And I'm using the right word. They're perverting it. I do not believe. Well, some of it may be intentional, by the way, but I do not believe wholeheartedly that this feminist empowerment movement of women. Keep in mind, I have daughters. Keep in mind, I love my wife. Keep in mind, I love women in general. And keep in mind, I love black women, especially. So with all this women's empowerment, black girl magic, I'm woman, hear me, roar, all this, all of these, all these taglines. Ain't no way in hell you're going to get with anybody who you can seriously call a man and you think your ass ain't going to be doing shit up in this house. Hmm. I'm sorry. It's not happening. You telling me, oh, I went to school. I don't got to cook for no man. Your ass got to eat, too. All you're doing is cooking a bigger portion to give him some. (laughs) But but you feel like you're belittling yourself. You feel like you're letting your ancestors down. You're letting that woman before you No, your ass is setting yourself up to be an undercover lesbian. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> I'm telling your ass that right now. She just don't now. know it, huh? <laughs> she don't know. Because the crazy thing is, you'll, you'll hear women say, oh, I, I, I want a strong man. I want a decisive man. I want an alpha man. Ain't the way in hell you want an alpha man when you are only in your mind ready to accept a man who's a straight up bitch. That's it. Facts. You not Ain't no way in hell you telling me you want to be with an alpha male, but you want to treat him like a poodle that you can control. Are you crazy? You're literally going against what you say you want. What they call that binary opposition. I think that's a fancy term for it. You're saying you want something and, and doing the opposite. That's like saying you want to lose weight. But every time I see your ass, you had a golden corral. <laughs> it's not making no sense, dog. So please Stop leaning into all this ultra liberal bullshit, this far left shit and come back to common sense, come back to the center. All right. And understand there's nothing wrong with being in a team with somebody working with somebody. You should take like women who got sense. And you talk to women who hold their house down. They take pride in making that meal for their family. They're happy that their family doesn't have to pay to go out to eat every, every, every meal. Mm hmm. Right. They take on they take ownership and nourishing their family. They take ownership and having a clean house. 
They take ownership in making sure that their kids look clean, their hair is done. Right? So if in some alternate universe you believe that somehow you're belittling yourself as a woman in doing those things, you have drank the Kool-Aid, you've been lied to, and I can promise you, you will be munching on a lot of carpet the rest of your life. Because you're gonna need to, <laughs> you're gonna need a whole lesbian breakdown. All right, you're gonna need a whole lesbian welcoming committee to train you on what to do. Because ain't no way in hell, ain't no straight alpha male gonna be dealing with that shit. Get your ass out of here. No, ain't no way, brother. No, hell no. Yo, read Michelle Obama book. Michelle Obama's talking about taking care of her family, uh, cleaning, um, you know, cooking and all that. And she was the first damn lady. Who the hell are you? Thinking that you too good to do this shit. Man, get out of here. That shit, man, I, I swear, bro, that's one of my pet peeves. That shit is crazy. I'll be hearing these, I'll be hearing some of these women talk. And sometimes, like if you go to the colleges, you know, and, and you hear the really inexperienced young ladies talking, you be like, yo, you are crazy, dog. Nobody's gonna deal with that for real in the real world. That shit sound good and some fucking and some fucking uh research papers. That sound good on some poetry slam shit. Go ahead. If they bring back a, a deaf poetry jam, you could take your ass on there and say some shit, have all these women snapping their damn fingers, saying, Oh girl, you did it, sis. All them hoes are single too. Sorry, a queen <laughs> single too. <laughs> all these queens are single too. <laughs> lighting, lighting candles and drinking moscatoes and charging up their damn vibrator. They ass is fucked up too. And they wondering why they can't get a man to, 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 to stay with them, huh? Man, they got the game all fucked up, dog. You know what I'm saying? So please, don't catch yourself in that situation. Be a logical person. Seriously. We're t- notice, that, we notice that when I was talking, I didn't say nothing about a man not helping. The very first thing I brought up is a man sharing the duties with you. So if you're going to take that and then say, no, nah, he need to do all of that. What am I bringing to the table? Well, I got a job. I got a degree or degrees. I look good, ma'am. Everything you just said specifically tends to benefit yourself. Okay. Your degrees. Great. That may bring more money into the household, but I can promise you this. Most men, most alpha males don't really pay attention to how much money they girl make. That's not what they focused on. Whatever she bring. That's cool. But alpha males are trying to figure out how to go get it. Facts, brother. So then they're not out here watching your, your pocketbook. So when so when you're trying to present your pocketbook as 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 something the man is supposed to be supposed to be so impressed by and revered, I'm sorry. That shit don't mean nothing to me. I never looked at yo, I never looked at how much my wife made and was like, oh man, ooh, I'm about, I'm about to I'm about to spend some of that money. Hell no. Nah. Never in life. And 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 I don't even because at points in at points in our relationship, she's made more than me. I've made more than her. And when she's made more than me, I never looked at, I never looked at what she had and was like, yo. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to get it. No, man, not at all. So any woman trying to present that as some kind of major asset that I should be so happy, get the fuck out of here. Because I'll tell you this, all of that shit goes out the window when you start having kids. Cause, well, I cause, was just about to tell you, tell you that. You see what I'm saying? So they, they around here hyping that shit up. I'm like, yo, when you get pregnant, there's going to be a point in your pregnancy and even after pregnancy where you either not going to feel like working or you're not going to work. So what happened to all that damn money you was making? Don't mean shit. Because since men don't get pregnant, we the only ones, no matter who's pregnant, what our ass can work 12 months out of the year. So any man, any man who is leaning on the fact that a woman's making a certain amount of money. And keep in mind, I'm always talking about the average person. I'm not talking about you with Oprah. Obviously, her ass ain't got a punch in and punch out of job. Let's be real. Don't be stupid. 
But for the average person, though, like if you're not going to be like you as a man, if you're going to have a family with this woman, you're not always going to be able to depend on her income wholeheartedly. So you you constantly got to be in your mind thinking about, OK, what are ways that I can either bring more income in? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I'm going to bring more income in. And even with dudes like like I know when, when I was before I met my wife and when I was, you know, on, you know, in the dating scene. While you're dating, man, you know, you're seeing multiple people at a time, you know, you're just trying to figure out, OK, what you like, who you can vibe with, who you can actually see yourself growing with. And one of the key things that I started realizing was what I really paid attention to was the roles that this individual, that the female would commit herself to in our relationship, because mm-hmm. that gave me a, a huge insight as to what she would bring to the table when we start to have kids or if I wanted to start a family with her. Mm-hmm. And that's where the decision came down to my wife, because. I was, and I told her this, and she was like, I knew you were doing it. Well, I was seeing, I think I was seeing like three women at the time yes, that I met are. her. <laughs> so, hey man, you, 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 know, you, you was taking care of the community. Hey, straight up, brother, straight up. You know, so, <laughs> hey, listen, the, the fact is, man, I had to make sure I had to com- compare and contrast. You feel what I'm saying, brother? I had to make sure before I committed to one person, man, I had to yo, see what else I could, you know what I'm saying, brother? Yo, hands so, on research, hands on research. Straight sometimes. up. Yeah, you got to get your hands dirty to figure out, you know, what it is and what it ain't. Straight up, because one of them, I remember one specifically, all she was good for was was just throwing it down. That was it. Like outside of that, she she ain't know how to cook. She 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 couldn't put shit together, get herself together. All she was focused on nothing, brother, nothing. And the other one, well, she was just she was just lazy. You know what I'm saying, brother? So, and then I meet I meet my wife, my girl at the time, and I meet her, and I'm and and I'm just checking her out. I'm seeing how she like because I remember one time. When I first when I first met her mom, I wanted to see, OK, does she cook? So what I was seeing, what I was looking for was, OK, is she helping her mom out? Is she throwing mm-hmm. it down with her mother? And I started seeing mm-hmm. it. I'm like, all right, cool. That's the, you get some points right there. And mm-hmm. then aside from that, too, I started to see how she, you know, as we would go out or, or if, I, if we were around kids, see how she she acts around kids. And I mean, just all those little things, man, you start to really pick up on them before you actually commit to this person to really take it a step further. And that's what women don't realize. If you can't find a man that ain't willing to commit to you, these roles, you aren't really approaching it or you're not committing yourself to these roles in which a man feels that you where you should actually be. And I know the feminists are not going to like that. They're not going to like the no, fact well. that we're going to tell them, you know, get, get in your lane. Right. But the fact is, yep. we expect you to get in your lane in certain ways. Not saying that you're going to be driving alone now. We're not preaching Correct. that. But the Correct. fact is, you got to get in your lane and we're going we're gonna to go on this journey together. And that's what we need you to commit to. Not this bullshit that you hear in the net they're pushing all the time. Man, listen, that was wonderfully articulated. And I will tell you, if you are a lady, a young lady, a grown lady. Right. I don't even give a damn if your ass is a trans woman. You just transition. Whatever. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> If you call yourself a damn lady and you didn't learn nothing from what you just heard, yo, you done, yo, this shit is just over your head. Stay by yourself, please. Because all you're going to attract is dudes who are trash and they're going to dog your ass out. Save the mileage on your vagina and <laughs> buy, yo, buy your ass a dog. Save all these trips to the STD clinic. I'm trying to help your ass. Stay by yourself hey, and meditate. Hey. Hey, Mono Malcolm, man, listen, brother. You said we had to trademark what we said before, but that one right there, that's got to get trademarked, brother. We got to copyright it. I mean, we got to go to full. Yo, brother. <laughs> Hold on, man. man. Hold up. Save the mileage. Oh, yo, what? <laughs> yo, save the mileage, my G. Like, yo, 
all that tread wear ain't necessary. Oh, you know shit, what I'm saying? You oh, need to change tires and shit. You know, you need, you need all. Oh, you got four flats. Nah, I'm trying to help you oh, out. Please man. save the headache, the heartache, the medical bills, the therapist sessions. Sit your ass alone, buy a dog, buy a fish, and meditate and rewind this shit and listen to it till it makes sense. And Martin Malcolm, I'm going to tell you this too now, because here's the thing, because a lot of times too, the sisters, you know, they see a married couple or they see a, a, a man who's committed to a woman. They're like, she don't even look that good. Right. But the fact is she got, you know what I'm saying? She, she, she was playing chess. She was playing chess while you were playing checkers out here. So she committed to her role. She committed to her lane, making sure that her man was, was comfortable being with her. And that's why she won over you. Pow. Yo. Yo, yo, my man, you just you just hit a Steph Curry three. You know what I'm saying? Ugh, all net. And game winner. And I'm going to tell you this. You talking about uh, some women playing chess, other women playing checkers. Some of these women playing Connect Four with nobody around. Like, <laughs> they just out, they just completely out the damn loop. They playing Uno, but in real life, by themselves. Uno. For real. Right? Dog, I think I said this before. The finest women are usually not the ones married. Listen to me, dog. Fact, this brother. is not a lie. If you if you take a a cross section, I'm gonna get a little technical for y'all. If you take a cross section of single women, of young single women between the ages, I would say of 18 and 25, and you take the same cross section of women who are married in that same age range, I can promise you, let's say 18 to 35, and you take that same, and, and you compare both, I can promise you, from a visual perspective, the women who are single are going to look better. I promise you, on average. Most of these most of these women that's getting double tapped on social media, they're not married, dog. <laughs> these are single ass women out here. They're free agents. All right. And a lot of them is hoeing on the low. Some of them <laughs> is hoeing. Some of them is hoeing on the high. OK. <laughs> so understand this is this is a stock market vagina out here. Understand, yo, that that's gonna be a podcast all by itself. Stock market vagina. <laughs> I, I I called it. Oh, all right. <laughs> yo, oh, stop playing shit. with me, man. Stop playing with the kid. You know I'm gonna give it to you. Oh man. Y'all out here thinking huh, the S and P five hundred jumping up and down? Nah, son. Nah. Was jumping up and down at these bed sheets in uh, Victoria's <laughs> Secrets. That shit was popping. Y'all better stop playing. You got people SD cards getting filled up. You heard what I'm saying? <laughs> shit, bandwidth, son. People out here paying that internet bill. They know what time it is. Only fans to teach you. So, please, this is all about teamwork and eventually building family. Okay. And if you're one of these people who don't necessarily want kids. It don't matter. Family is who you is, is 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 who you created with. All right. I tend to believe family includes kids, but hey, some people's definition of family is just somebody who cares for them, somebody who mutually cares for them, and then they have a beautiful life together. And that's fine too. You're entitled to your opinion. Now, we spoke about men's roles, women's roles, but also my good brother Sir touched on um helping with the children. I'm just gonna touch on it just a little bit more. You best believe that with my children. I'm hands on. When you have children, you see how much work they are. Facts, brother. You realize that 
It is absolutely impossible for one person to efficiently do the work that they're supposed to do. If you're going to be taking care of these kids, right? It's, it's just too hard for one person to do. It's, it's for bro. real. Like honestly, man. Like the women back in the day. I'm not gonna lie. Women back in the day did get a raw deal, and then the raw deal was you had some women who, even if they were staying home, here's the thing about kids: kids don't clock out. You can clock out of your job. You can't clock out of a kid. Oh, boy. You can't clock out of being a parent. So anybody who tells me that, yeah, man, um, yeah, I go to work and this and that. And, you know, old girls dealing with the kids, man. I'm the one who got to go to work. Yo, shut up. The only reason you're saying that is because you ain't hands on with your kids. If you was hands on with your kids, you would see who had the harder job. Mm hmm. Kids, keep your ass working, boy. Brother, I had a. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and boy, kids I had a look, level of respect. Come on, man. I got a man. I had a. I saw my wife in a different light, brother. Because in the beginning, I, I was I was the one. I was always. You would say I would say had the typical nine to five when we first when we first started having kids, mm-hmm. and, and so she mm-hmm. she would have to take that role. And brother, like I remember one time, you know, I, I actually had a day off, man, and I had to do what she did, brother. Man, the single woman out there, man, I see why y'all so frustrated, boy. Because God, like, doing that all by yourself, <laughs> shit. No, it's that is and any woman who's doing it by yourself, I'm gonna tell you two things. One, I'm glad it ain't me. And two, <laughs> if you For <laughs> straight real. up, if you are doing it well, I salute you, I commend you. Um, but the most ideal way to do it is to have two parents helping each other. That's the much better situation to be in. Okay. You're probably single because you ain't want to stay in your lane. <laughs> tell me about it. You know what I'm saying? You're probably single with that because you ain't stay in your lane. Or you just, which is a whole nother podcast coming up, another episode, you just really bad at deciding who you're going to spread your legs to. You Oof. just have to. Don't say just, that, brother. Oof. You, don't, you just don't know where to get your oil changed. So I'm seeing some of these women, they getting their oil changed at a place that got bad reviews. You understand? Ain't had one positive comment all year. Mm. Got a whole bunch of broken cars sitting in the backyard. And meanwhile, you roll up there with your nice shiny car and you run here saying, oh, I'm about to get the best oil change of my life. Where <laughs> they do that at? How, Sway? <laughs> Ain't adding up, brother. It's not this bad math. And then you trying to figure out why you baby mama number six. Mm. Come on, man. Like, nah, all right? We, we, we just giving y'all the tip of the iceberg because we got to do better. And the only way we're going to do better is being honest about the nonsense that we see on both sides. But also, but also understand, listen, men can't carry kids. So if you got the power to carry kids, yo, you, you got to guard that with some kind of standard, some kind of uh, divinity, precious guard. Like you are the gatekeeper of life. If you treat it like that, then maybe Boo Boo the Fool is not somebody who's going to make it past your gates. As always, we come to a very special part of our show, and it is Resolution Solutions. A lot of people talk about issues, talk about problems, but they don't really give you no actionable solutions. But that's what we do here. First things first, set expectations for your partner. Have the discussion. Why is this important? Because we are not all coming from the same background. We don't all have the same frame of reference. We all were not raised the same. Sometimes, you know, we're not all coming from two parent traditional households. We all are not coming from the -hmm. same culture. We need to have this discourse so that we're not bumping heads left and right. Because I'll tell you this, 
some of my Muslim brothers who are my friends, yo, if they was if they was talking on this podcast episode, <laughs> a lot of y'all women will be shook. Yo, yo, <laughs> yo, you would you would have dropped your Bellinis, right? <laughs> you would not have made it. You would have got heartburn the first five minutes of talking, of hearing that speech, because they do not play, son. There are there are very strict um, yeah, gender roles in certain communities, especially the Muslim, especially the Muslim religion. They don't play no games. But guess what? They also have very low divorce rates. Ain't that something? <laughs> Ain't that something? So so with all this freedom and liberation we got, our divorce rates are high as shit. You know why? Because people signing up and realizing this ain't this is a pile of bullshit. <laughs> all this freedom and fuck shit up, huh? You know what I'm saying? Because the truth of the matter is most people can't choose worth a damn. That's why. But once again, you see, we giving y'all so much extra content, dog. But that's just leading you into into something that's greater later. Okay. We're not all coming from the same background, so we need to have the discussion. We need to understand how we are going to contribute to this house and how we're going to keep this machine running smooth. Do not. The worst thing you can do when meeting somebody is assuming that they know what to do mm-hmm. because you might end up getting to a point where we're both looking at each other. And you remember that episode of Martin where both of them was at a standoff and nobody was going to clean. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't want to be in that situation. Y'all both looking at each other like, who's going to throw the trash out? <laughs> nah, we, we're not going to be able to thrive in that situation. Point number two, don't get ridiculously rigid in your roles. Allow for flexibility. Sometimes roles change to fill a temporary need. For example, let's say somebody gets laid off at a job. Let's say it's the man, for instance. So now the man is in the house. He, he may be in the house cooking. Uh, help, he has a more hands-on approach with the kids. He's, he's probably picking the kids up from school, um, making sure they get ready. He's finding ways to contribute until he can, you know, uh, get 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 more employment or be gainfully employed again. So you can't be so rigid in your roles to the point where you're saying, I'm only going to do these things and nothing else because life changes. If life can change on your ass, then you need to be able to change with it. Mm. Life. We can't we can't ultimately predict every single scenario that's going to happen to us. I've had to learn to be flexible as hell. I'm so flexible. I think I would smash a yoga class, (laughs) metaphorically speaking. But I'm just saying flexibility is key in any relationship. And especially if you go to your job, one of the first things they want, one of the attributes that they're looking from all of the employees is to be what? Flexible because shit going to change around here. And lastly, ultimately, the end result is teamwork. Mm. We're not fighting against each other. We ain't bloods and crips in the same house. If we fighting against each other, then why are we together? That's another. That's a question we need to ask ourselves. If we spend most of our time fighting each other, then there's no reason to be together, because some people are better as enemies than they are as lovers. As sad as that sounds, <laughs> if you if you make a better adversary to me than a better teammate, then the adversary you shall be. But if we can be logical people and actually we, we, we kind of have the same vision, we, we want to build things and, you know, we're kind of heading down the same path, then teamwork is what we're going to need to get there. Success is the only outcome of the kind of unity I'm talking about. We're looking for success. And you and the beautiful thing about success is you get to define what success is. If you want to lean on the American, American cultural standards of what success is, that's your business. I'll never do that. But you and your partner get to define what is success for y'all. 
because ultimately your happiness belongs to you to, to 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 yourself and not to though the powers that be or people who come up with these ideas of what success is because they're trying to sell your ass uh because they're trying to sell you material goods over and over and over again and keep you in a constant snowball of debt sir give it to him dog listen brother man those are some great tips man but to end it off on this note just one last tip and i really hope both men and women are listening to this one for sure as they did with yours man is be very very careful who has input in your relationship Mm. be very careful especially how they determine how you should play your role i mean that is so key brother like lakeisha with six baby daddies should not be telling you how your husband should be spending time with your son man talk about it let's talk about keep in mind i said husband should be spending time with your son okay i mean if we could just take the effort to actually have like be somewhat stingy be somewhat, you know, obsessed with the people that we have, you know, that we let have input in our lives, man. That'll be so key. It'll be so critical to us as well to allow us to have these roles to where not only are we all in our own lane, but we're driving along the same destination together. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Don't take advice from people who's not taking advice from themselves. Facts. <laughs> For M- real. Motherfucker, motherfucker, give your ass a tip. And then be suffering the consequences from the same tip that they didn't take from themselves. Brother, that's my pet peeve. That's my pet peeve. What are we we talking about? And they the first ones to volunteer information too, boy. (laughs) Get your ass. (laughs) Sit your ass ass in a corner. All right? Meditate. You got a lot to reflect on. And with that being said, we are greater when we appreciate that we need each other. No doubt it was fun. We had a good time. But hey, we out. Peace. Peace.